Hello, perfect bookish babes. I am Sammy. <laughs> and I'm Taylor. And welcome to our second episode. <laughs> I hope you're still here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um it's been a hot minute. I think I don't I can't speak for you, but I feel like everyone's just really busy right now. So mm-hmm. um yeah. it's nice to like be able to get time to actually sit down and get this. I agree. I feel like this is the first week since like the pandemic started where I can't just like sit at home every day and read (laughs) be like a lazy piece of poop. (laughs) I I went from having like no jobs to having no school, nothing to like having two jobs, school, my internship starting soon. And I'm like, what do I do? (laughs) Exactly. I know how you feel. I just don't I know I keep saying this to you, but I feel like a chicken with his head cut off. Like, I'm just doing so much, but it's good. Is there anything new going on? Any exciting news or anything, like, with, like, (laughs) secondhand or? Um, yeah, with secondhand, I am doing a pop-up event in Rochester the end of this month, which will be really cool. Um, Awesome. Yeah, I'm just getting ready for the holiday, the Halloween holiday, you know, getting everything well, ready. the best <laughs> holiday of the year, obviously. Our favorite holiday. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, yeah, what about you? Um, other than just, like, getting back in the groove of things, like, work and school and stuff, which is just absolutely miserable, um, not much. I guess the biggest update is that I'm interested in getting a Peloton. <laughs> Oh my God, if you get a Peloton, I will come there every day. <laughs> I want one so bad. And honestly, a Peloton is like a bookstagram made me do it because so many like girls that I became friends with on bookstagram are on, like they have a Peloton and they're always like, all right, let's do our daily ride at five o'clock in the morning together. And they like what? just always are taught, like, yeah, they're like on, they do like these cute like workouts together every day and hold each other accountable. And I'm like, that sounds I love that. I know. (laughs) That's great. It's just such an investment, but I'm like, I don't know, maybe. I mean, if you get one, then that's all I need. I'll just tell Ryan, (laughs) Sam, you got a Peloton. So now I definitely have to move to (laughs) Buffalo. We need it for our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Awesome. I love it. Well, yeah, that's about it, really. But yeah. um, yeah, so now today we are on to our second book and we're kind of trying to go into our spooky season and (laughs) to start off our spooky season we decided to start off on a nice psychological thriller we Mm -hmm. are going to talk about a stranger in the house yeah 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 this (laughs) this was taylor's pick (laughs) yeah and that is that is important to know because <laughs> I I have read um Shari Latina's other books and I wasn't a huge fan so like mm-hmm. with this book I think when I finished it I like text you and I was like I love this book so much yeah. it's yeah. so good um, and I have never read any of her other books so I had no idea <laughs> yeah <laughs> Let's just say I was, I like it. Um, yeah. And I feel like you like it, but it wouldn't be something you choose. No, absolutely. I mean, I feel like it would be something I choose. Like the plot. Mm-hmm. So 
coming back to the plot, Taylor, do you want to share, like, with anyone who hasn't read it, what the book is about, like, quickly, kind of a quick synopsis? Yeah, so it's about um, this, like, perfect newlywed couple. They live in upstate New York, which um, we both love, of course, being, like, in western New York. And, um, yes, and if you live in western New York, you cannot say you live upstate or else you're shunned. <laughs> yeah, it, it is definitely a distinction. I will say that. <laughs> Um, but we're out of we're out of area people, so <laughs> we call it upstate. Exactly. Um, anyway. But yeah, it's just a perfect little couple, and what happens is she, the wife, is looking at a murder charge, and it kind of comes out of nowhere. Um, you know, she runs into a pole in the bad side of town. And she loses her memory. And so they're trying to figure out why she was there. You know, she's like this perfect housewife. It doesn't make any sense. And then they find out that a man was murdered the night of her accident and puts her close to the crime. So pretty much the book is unraveling what actually happened that night. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just like extra part- layers to the story that kind of come in and make it even more complicated. Yeah. Um, Have you ever? Yeah, I don't um, know. Have you ever watched the HBO show, um, The Night Of? No, but it sounds great. It's really, really good, but that's a very, very similar plot to that. Like, there's, like, a murder, and this guy ends up in jail, and he's innocent and stuff, but he just doesn't remember anything from that night, but it's very similar to that plot, and that's kind of what I connected that to. But, yeah, yeah no, overall, I mean, I think when you hear that plot, it sounds like it's going to be, like, a really good book, like, a lot mm-hmm. of twists and turns, which it did. It did have a lot of twists and turns, so. Yeah. I think that I just, like I, I mentioned to you before, I think it was just the ending <laughs> of the book, which we'll get to. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, let's get to the ending, <laughs> but. <laughs> so, what are um, your overall, like, thoughts of the book? So, who, are your like favorite character do you have a favorite character or I don't know I feel like it was hard to like pick a favorite character out of all of them there wasn't like a lot of substance (laughs) I will say that yeah like there there wasn't any character that I feel like I felt super connected to Mm -hmm. um even like Karen being the protagonist I just felt like she was very I don't know. They're, they're, like you said, there wasn't, like, substance for me to, like, connect to someone on, like, a deeper yeah. level. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I will say characters I don't like. <laughs> so, first <laughs> of all, there. Tom, the husband, he's a coward. <laughs> he's so, really, though. He really. is literally a coward. I hated him. Like, he'd be, like, yeah. his wife is literally in jail, and he's just, like, at home, like, I don't know what to do. Me, me, me. Maybe she's a horrible person. Blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, he has his dirty little secrets, and it's, like, so. Okay. <laughs> I know that we, like, talked about this word, but I feel like the undercurrent of this entire book was gaslighting. Yes. Where, you know, there were so many moments where I'm, like, okay, you're attacking her for X, Y, Z. Meanwhile, you have a dirty little secret that's actually awful. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever, like, was in that situation, you know, like. Yeah. I so know. that goes on to our next character who I, Bridget. <laughs> Bridget <laughs> is the, 
We have like a we have like a trend because in the first episode we talked about how Chloe was a stalker looking through the window on rent. And then oh, in this yeah. book we have <laughs> Bridget, the next door neighbor, Karen's best friend, best friend, air quotes, who literally all she does all day is sit in her window, knit, and watch them. <laughs> and you're I like did you like before you found out what was going on did you what were your thoughts when you like saw her when you read about how she was like constantly watching them like what were your initial thoughts about that I thought she was a psycho and I thought like Chloe walked so Bridget could run through the situation (laughs) like (laughs) she she completely took it to the next level and I think that I would have been super off put by the fact that my best friend was watching me 24 7 yeah absolutely that's like such a scary thing because karen like genuinely looked at bridget as her best friend was like throughout the book like i feel like i have no one to talk to but i can go to uh, i can go to bridget about it blah blah and like Mm -hmm. it's just such a scary fact of the matter that you just never really truly know who a person is that sometimes that's the thing and i also feel like she didn't know she was being watched like i don't know but that's like a huge fear of mine like yeah. You know, you never know, like, whoever's, like, watching you, not even in absolutely. a Absolutely. So, like, oh. Absolutely. I mean, technically, we're always being watched by the government, but. Stop. I'm about to cover my little video. <laughs> oh, man. But it turns out, for anyone who doesn't know, like, who hasn't read the book, Bridget is staring at them because her and Tom had an affair before Karen. So, like, that was, at least that was a good part at, in the beginning yeah. to know that it was before Karen. But Bridget was but the Bridget one. Bridget was married. Having, yeah, Bridget was married. Yeah. So that's it. That's why she's staring at them because she's obsessed with Tom. And she's, like, manipulating Karen into thinking they're best friends so she can get closer to Tom. It's just gross she was a nasty character i hated her she was was so gross um and then also like bringing going back to tom being such a piece of shit while karen is in jail like she's literally thinking of tom like oh i that actually wrecked me because she was like it hurts me she's like it hurts me that like tom is at home all alone scared meanwhile what was he doing Having a little rendezvous with Miss Bridget. Yeah. the thing. I, it made me so angry because he was such a coward that he couldn't own up to it. Like, I think after a while he realized how evil Bridget was. But the mm-hmm. initial interaction was very much consensual. Even though yeah. he tried to pretend that he was being blackmailed into it. And I'm like, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like, he's like, I don't feel really comfortable. Two minutes later, they're in bed. He's like... <laughs> what <laughs> i'm sorry yeah the, the bar was set in hell with Tom, yeah honestly. <laughs> and also like when when karen ended up did find like when karen ended up finding out about the affair she was so like nonchalant but she's like actually it works out in my favor <laughs> because now everyone's gonna know bridget is crazy <laughs> i that part was hilarious to me because I was just like, wait, did I skip a page where this was like, you know, she blew up, but she yeah. just, Karen, <laughs> love her, mm-hmm. hate her. She is very, very conniving and she's yeah. very clever. <laughs> she's, 
she i mean it, overall she is like the best character in the book because mm-hmm. she has been through hell so um the reason that so like i don't i guess yeah there's spoils spoilers assuming that anyone who read the book but like so karen the guy who like ended up being murdered it gets mm-hmm. connected that it's her ex-husband that no one knew about because karen plot twist is not actually karen <laughs> what was her name like georgina like georgina. georgina which yeah anyone who's watched gossip girl does any <laughs> georgina was Watch the absolute the worst exactly <laughs> exactly so this is like one of those books where it's like the battered wife runs away um fakes their death and starts a new life and that's when karen comes into the picture Mm-hmm. so obviously she gets when she gets arrested it's because they've realized that that this is her husband that she ran away from but yeah um at the end you find out <laughs> do you want to talk about the ending i just i this is the thing with this author you think that you have it figured out like i had bookmarked a few pages where i'm like oh like i think i definitely know like where this plot is going blah 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 yeah what did you think um, initially? I just thought that I thought that Bridget had set Karen up and that mm-hmm. she had killed the ex-husband yeah. to frame Karen. That's sort of like and all so, signs pointed to, but I guess it wouldn't really be a psychological thriller if that was what happened. <laughs> right, exactly. Like I guess I just like I wasn't even thinking like, oh, there's more to this, you know? It I it thought the started, same thing. Yeah, like I just felt like that was the general consensus of what was happening yeah um but just the two bombshells at the end where it turns out karen completely fabricated everything that had happened to her so that she could steal her ex-husband's money yeah and he was actually not abusive at all she So it kind of, so what a important thing that like we kind of bookmarked a specific page where when she's getting arrested, a detective is like, um, he's talking about how he actually like feels really bad for Karen because he's like, mm-hmm. she's a battered wife um, mm-hmm. who's running away from an abusive relationship. Like, I don't actually, like, I understand why she would do something like that. And he goes on to say how, which is so true. He's like, women are like the world is not kind to women like you right kill your abuser or you know get it like and you're automatically you get handcuffed but you're guilty you're guilty he's yeah. like it's a cruel world for women which is so true and i was reading that yeah. and i was like i love you thank you for yeah. acknowledging that he was probably the best character to be honest yeah only to find out that she actually was a crazy bitch <laughs> karen <laughs> crazy i mean i feel like um (laughs) i feel like i just couldn't wrap my head around it because it felt like the book was like very tidily like ending and it was only maybe like two three pages and i'm thinking it's like gonna talk about you know tom and her like reconnecting and whatever um and so when it went to you know Karen getting on the train to go to New York City to go shopping with her dead ex-husband's money that she stole. I'm like, okay, that's a shocker. 
And then it proceeds yeah. to talk about how Bridget is once again being a creep, staring at them, but she's knitting baby stuff. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, <laughs> that important to add in there that the reason Bridget and, like, her husband were having so many problems was because they could not have a baby. And she was, yeah. like, losing her shit over it. She Obviously, like, it's that's such a traumatic time in someone's life when they like want so badly more than anything to have children and they just can't do it. I'm sure it puts such a strain Mm -hmm. on the marriage and it's understandable, but then yeah, the literal, so there's that one plot twist where Karen is actually crazy, never abused, killed her husband for money. And then very last page, which I was confused about how Bridget ended up at home because I thought Bridget was the one who ended up like being caught didn't weren't like they all they tied it together that bridget was the one who placed the gun bridget was this bridget was the one pretty sure they were like okay bridget must have been the one who shot the guy so i don't even know how she ended up at home but she did because <laughs> the very last page <laughs> watching them and yeah they end it with but little does tom know i'm currently knitting a little baby hat <laughs> like <laughs> what <laughs> that that's do you have (laughs) go on sorry no i i'm speechless i (laughs) i just i didn't understand um i was confused because were were karen and tom trying to have a kid or had they just never tried yet i don't think they had tried yet but i'm not entirely sure I don't okay. think they had tried. I don't remember, honestly. No, so I'm not Tom sure. must be really fertile for them to have had one time. Yeah, twice. like yeah. it was just kind of insane that it was like. Um, oh, that's a really good way to look at it. You know what I mean? Like it was just. Yeah. It felt. It definitely. The plot definitely felt very haphazard with that point and yeah. the point of neither of them being convicted of any crime i know crazy um but if you were like using that and thinking of that ending where she's like i'm watching them and i'm knitting a baby at (laughs) if you were to like write if you were to like think of it going into the future do you have any like predictions or ideas that you think would like be do you know what i'm asking like if you were to keep going like what do you think would happen i honestly I mean, so they have a restraining order. I was thinking about this. They have a restraining order against her. So legally, she's not allowed to contact them. But obviously, the legalities get muddied when... A child. There's a child, and that's the mother of Tom's child. And I honestly don't know. I just feel like it's going to get really messy, and I'm glad I'm not. Yeah, I just picture Bridget killing Karen, and that's it. (laughs) Like poisoning I mean, her, being like, "Here's your kid. Your wife is dead. Now we can be together." I wouldn't be shocked if she did kill her. And the part it would be like, karma for Karen. This is the thing. Why are the women in these books so awful? They're all both awful, and I don't understand. I know why. Like, I it's just. Crazy. When Bridget, when Karen was in prison and Bridget, like, got the same haircut as Karen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> what? Crazy. I want to know what trauma they went through when they were younger that made them turn into the I want to know how they... Tom looks. 
I need to know if this man actually worth all of this. Do you? Okay, so I've had this discussion with people before. Like, when you're reading characters, are you able to pit a face to them? Like, if you were to, like, because I have a hard time doing this for some reason. Like, I know mm. tons of actors and actresses, but, like, could you, if you were to make this into a show, like, would you be able to, who would you think would play, like, Tom, for example? <sighs> You know, it's, I do, I can put faces to people. And when I think of Tom, for some reason, I was just thinking of a tall guy, um, brown hair, brown eyes, just kind of like very like conventionally attractive white guy to him. <laughs> yeah. Just like, very average. <laughs> which is why is, I'm like, <laughs> why are these girls doing this? <laughs> is there any particular actor that you um, think he would look like? That, like if it would be a show. Who do you think would play him? I don't... Okay, so it's weird. Um, have you seen This Is Us? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The show. <laughs> I love it. I cannot wait. Okay. It's coming back in November. Okay, so you know Justin Hartley, the actor. Are you, is it Ken? Kevin? Kevin? Mm, yeah that's okay i can see it being and to be fair justin hartley is way more attractive than just like your standard yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, you, yeah. Know, you know but i, I could see kind that. of see it being that you know i could see that yeah um, that's a good one see i have such a hard time with like this you, i'm curious though like who would you think would play karen 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 has <laughs> yeah. to be like a really attractive like tiny like she's tiny in my head she's tiny hail oh maybe that's the tiniest person (laughs) and then you know who like bridget is oh my god what's her name she's killed i hate her i hate this girl a lot of people hate her bridget is like bella thorne (laughs) bella thorne Oh my god, I could see that. <laughs> she, she seems like the type to take a role like that, you know? I, <laughs> is there any Bella Thorne fans listening? We Sorry! <laughs> she just has that. Oh my goodness, that's, that's too hilarious. funny. No, I that's really funny. That. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got the cast down, so if yeah. it's a movie... Yeah, let us know. TM. TM, TM. <laughs> um, so now that we kind of, like, discussed the cast and, like, the book, there, are there, like, let's talk about, like, some important parts in the book. Like, we kind of highlighted, like, certain parts that really jumped out at us. And I literally, right after following the prologue on page one, I was telling Taylor that there was this one quote. And, of course, since we do live in, like, upstate New York it resonated with us and it said that um, the surrounding houses are equally attractive and well-maintained relatively similar people who live here are successful and settled everyone's a little bit smug this quiet prosperous suburb in upstate New York populated with mostly professional couples and their families seems oblivious to the problems of the small city that surrounds it oblivious to the problems of the larger world as if the American dream has continued to live on here smooth and unruffled and this is something obviously that speak like literally came out at me because I just think about where 
we live and there are that is literally the epitome of so much especially today like <laughs> what is going on in this world like these yeah yeah cookie cutter I, yeah I think I'm I it's weird because that that part did resonate me, to me but I'm happy that you brought it up because I feel like it really is such an important passage for like what we are dealing with currently where you have like we both live in like our cities you know I'm in Rochester and in Buffalo but Mm -hmm. there's like Amherst there's Clarence there's um, Pittsburgh out here and like the suburbs are completely separated from like the turmoil in the city yeah Yeah. (laughs) and it, it does feel like we're living in two different like worlds And when the two worlds start to collide, like they are now, it's the people who live in the suburbs are like, what is happening? Why is this happening? Like this, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And it's like, this has been happening forever. Like, open your (laughs) eyes. What? Exactly. Exactly. I think that the separation is very intentional because I don't think they want to have to deal with, I mean people that live in these environments probably don't want to have to deal with it either. So yeah. I, I, I guess I can understand. Um, but like, I did find it interesting that they kept saying like, why would this like perfect housewife be in the bad part of town? Like what could she possibly be doing in the bad part of town? Like this mm-hmm. so uncharacteristic. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, it, it was definitely strange. The, like what makes it so strange like what is the area that it's like so far-fetched that she would be there like it's just the separation it's like obviously very like segregated and whatnot and it's just that's just what we see it's around us absolutely absolutely it was it was a good setting for sure Mm -hmm. I think that she I think the author's really good at like putting up I guess realistic settings and environments Mm-hmm. It's just that her characters are just yeah, but it's actually <laughs> also really cool because it it is it's set in this area in like these perfect little suburbs, and it shows you that not all those people are uh, as they angelic they are. as they're made out to be. So I do like that aspect. <laughs> That's for I sure. I will say for sure. I think that it was very very interesting that like they were you know talking about the bad part of town and meanwhile you have this perfect housewife who murdered her ex-husband for money and pretended she was battered and then her equally perfect best friend is like a stalker and Mm -hmm. having an affair it's just like Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like I stepped in okay I I just don't understand it was who lives in the bad area now (laughs) exactly I'm like I don't want to live in your neighborhood (laughs) exactly i'm glad we could agree on that yep absolutely oh my gosh but despite like how shitty karen was another like important thing that we touched on was the fact that at the beginning of the story karen was like so paranoid because things were being like moved around in her house she started literally Mm -hmm. taking pictures of the bedrooms because she saw like imprints on the bed which was that was so spooky (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then so so what what was the what was the case what was what happened she went to want to take a bath yeah she had wanted to take a bath and like 
I think on her way to the bath, she saw that, like, her perfume was, like, uncorked or something, and she was, like, mm-hmm. that's weird, like, she, mm-hmm. she like, knew her routine, and I feel like women know their routines, mm-hmm. and, like, I know when something's off, even, like, with the house a mess, I can still feel when, like, something happened. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she was, like, taking a bath, and then Tom, she's, like, Tom, like, someone's been in our house, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I promise you, and he's just, like, you're just being crazy, like, take a bath. What? I, I know, <laughs> and that really resonated with us, because I don't know how many times I have, like, been in a situation where I'm just, like, so upset about something, and, like, worked up, and I mm-hmm. feel just out of control, and I'm crying, and this and that, and it's just, like, the worst thing you could say is just calm down. <laughs> calm down. <laughs> or like he said, you're being crazy. Oh, <laughs> am I? Do you really want to see crazy? <laughs> I was shocked. Um, it was very confusing. Honestly, Digging even deeper with that, Tom and her relationship was so weird. Like, they had There's met. no substance. There's no substance. He didn't know anything about her background. He just took her word that she had no family, which is, like, fine. But it's, like, he didn't know anything about this woman. Yeah. And then the moment that she's not, like, perfect and she's kind of, like, coming apart, he's, like, you're being crazy. And it's, yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I absolutely like unless you wanted like a robot for a wife, you know? Which apparently a lot of people do. <laughs> a lot of people can't handle a woman with emotions. <laughs> I know. Uh, really, it's just it, I can't believe it. Like imagine that. Imagine that. I just I can't. So crazy. I can't. It's one of the most infuriating things for me where it's like you show any kind of emotions and auto- automatically it's like it's not even just guys, like people in people in general just will make you feel like gaslighting. Like you said, that's just yeah. gaslighting. Make you feel like something's wrong with you. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And it's not the case. I mean, it's not the case. She was completely valid in the fact that Bridget was coming into their home and like playing out this weird fantasy that she was caring and like digging yeah. in her underwear drawer. Like yeah. that is so weird. <laughs> oh my god. So weird. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I I also don't understand why Tom wasn't upfront about the Bridget affair when Bridget and Karen started becoming friends. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, his excuse was like, I just didn't want to make things weird. And it's like, you're a pussy. Like, it's literally, literally. He, do you, does he really think that it was never going to come out ever? Come on. I would have had so much more respect for my partner if I started becoming friends with someone and they were like, hey, just so you know, this person and I had a relationship prior to you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's going to be so much more side-eye if we're friends and best friends and it doesn't come out until, like, she's trying to, like, wear my face as her own. Like, <laughs> it's just so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, I know. I mean, if I were in Karen's situations, like we said earlier, she she acted like it was no big deal. She was like, I just like wish I knew, but she did not like freak out or anything. I 
I'd be pissed if I were in that position. I'd be be like, I feel embarrassed right now. Like, (laughs) I feel embarrassed. And um, I don't know. I think it was really funny how that all happened. And she's just like, that sucks. But also, now I can get away with murder. (laughs) Because, actually, I never even thought about this. But do you think that she was planning on maybe killing Tom, too, eventually? Maybe she didn't really care because maybe she didn't actually care for Tom. Maybe she was just trying to get as, like, close as possible and then just do a part two of what she did with her first husband. Hmm. That's part two of Stranger in the House. (laughs) Bridget's trying to kill Karen while Karen's trying to kill Tom. (laughs) Wow. Look at that. Full circle. I, yeah, that's the triangle that needs to be untangled. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, overall, how do you, how do you like the book? Like, I know I'm going to give it a rating, like out of yeah. five. Um, if I were, this was like my books to review, I would probably say like two and a half to three stars. I was going to say three. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think could have made it better? Do you have any? Hmm. I feel like I feel like just her endings are like they're good plot twists but they don't actually connect. I feel like I wish there was more like substance to the characters and I wish that the plots were kind of more connected in the way that like it doesn't just feel like a random you know what I mean? Like, it just yeah. kind of feels like a random thing. And I know, like, if people are listening to this, I'm assuming you probably have read her stuff, I'm hoping, but I won't give it away. But, like, in the couple next doors, the same thing happened where it all kind of went together and you're like, okay, this is good, it's wrapping up. And then the next two pages, like, completely undid everything and it was just mm. a crazy jump and you're just like, why'd they do that? Yeah. <laughs> did you Did you read The Wives? No, but I have it on my bookshelf, actually. Oh, yeah, I gave it to you. <laughs> I <forgot>. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I forgot about that, yes. And I gave it to you because I hated that book. <laughs> it's oh. like, no, 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 but I, a lot of people loved it. Like, a lot of people loved it. So I remember you saying this now. I didn't give it to you, like, because I hated it. and Because, no, no, like, no. you know what I mean? I just, I just didn't care for it i know a lot of people and i was so excited so excited to read it for such a long time and i finally got my hands on it and the ending just like such a bust like such a good book through and through and through and through and then the ending such a bust and i'm like uh, mouth drop like why did i just read this whole thing (laughs) that's that's a frustrating thing because i just finished after sharing to the house i read um anonymous girl and I felt the same way where it was like the buildup was pretty good in my opinion and I really liked where it was going and then the ending yeah. was so rushed and it didn't make any sense and I was really upset. I hate when that happens. <sighs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, don't know. well, it was an experience. Two and a half yeah. stars for Stranger in the House. <laughs> I'm curious what everyone else thinks about the book. So once this episode mm-hmm. comes out, if you uh, read this book and you feel the same way or if you feel differently, let us know what your thoughts are on it. For sure. Let us know if you agree with our movie <laughs> casting. 
<laughs> and if not, what do you think? And yeah. Also, sorry to be offended about Bella Thorne, but like she kind of sucks. She's the worst. Um, yeah. Do awesome. you think there's anything else we should talk about? No, I guess we're going to um, read our second book and then put that episode yeah. out. Um, and we'll go from there. Yeah. So thank you, everyone who's with us and listening to this. I hope you enjoyed it. And we will talk to you soon. Have a good day. Bye.